0: Welcome into this week's edition of the Recruiting Breakdown. My name is Jerry Hamilton, joined by Justin Wells, partners in recruiting crime here. We are at Inside Texas and on three. Uh, Justin, we got a lot to hit on. Uh, we're going to just gonna set the tables here for Texas fans. We're going to talk about Kobe Black right out of the gate after I get to our newest sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown. That's Mark Saunders, Allstate insurance agent. Uh, there you go. That's Mark Saunders. Uh, We're going to get to talk about Barker in a second, but we're going to talk about Kobe Black. We're going to talk about Ryan Wingo. We're going to talk about DeAndre Carter. We're going to talk about Solomon Williams. We're going to talk about coaches on the road. Sark said yesterday in his press conference the Texas staff will hit the road Thursday in recruiting. They'll be recruiting Thursday through Saturday. We know a lot of players, they're going to go uh, see uh, Thursday through Saturday. We'll get into some of that. And we're going to talk about, we're going to spitball it here. We're going to talk about why Win or lose. It wouldn't have been it wouldn't have mattered who won or lost that game. I was at the Cotton Bowl Saturday. Because of the magnitude of that game, the the fans in that game, the atmosphere of that game, there had to be a winner and loser on the field. There was not a loser in recruiting. And I'd be saying that if Oklahoma had lost that, but the type of game that was, the setting that was, that was a huge recruiting win for both programs. and we're going to get into that here at the end of the show. But right now, before we get going, I want to take a uh, second to talk about Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders, the uh, new uh, sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown. When it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be one that great to have one place that protects it all? I know for me it would be. Here's some good news. Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance you need to help keep tabs on protection of all your stuff, everything from your home car, boat, to to your motorcycle, RV, and ATV. Call Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands? With over 33 years of experience, you will be with Texas alum Mark Saunders. Give him a call at 512-218-8571. Again, thank you very much to Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders and his team for being the uh, a sponsor of the recruiting breakdown. All right, Justin, the big news coming out of the weekend was look, a lot of guys were at the game. I mean, I'll start with that. I was, I was at the game walking around. Uh, Xavier Phil Same showing up. We broke that news Friday. He's offered Saturday on the drive to the Cotton Bowl. Blake Gideon calls the McKinney uh, staff that was driving Phil Same and Riley Pettigon and a couple of McKinney guys to the game, and they offered Phil Same on the way. So, Texas recruit Texas very serious about Phil same. Uh, Georgia is trying to flip him from Florida, the Florida commitment. Riley Pettijon, his teammate was at the game. Elijah Barnes, junior linebacker from skyline was at the game. A number of other young prospects were at the game. Denton not guys North Crowley guys. I saw a lot of kids from a lot of schools um, sitting in the recruiting section on Saturday. Then you had guys like Colin Simmons, Parker Livingstone, Alex January, um, Jarrett Gibson, Christian Clark, all those guys were at the game Saturday as well. A lot of the commitments, which was big to get those guys on campus. But Justin, the big news was Kobe Black was at the game. Um, AM was sitting at the door with the door open, waiting for him to show up in college station, and it just didn't happen. That pretty much, I think, shuts the door for AM in this recruitment, Justin. I kind of, you know, look, we both had RPMs pretty strong for Texas and I've said mine's is standing as tall as Big techs right now and I'm not backing off of it. Where are you at with everything with the news of Kobe being at Texas instead of Texas A&M or at the Cotton Bowl instead of A&M.
1: Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a two-fold type deal. It wasn't only that he was te- Texas OU, it was that he wasn't on an official visit to Texas A&M despite reports throughout the the industry that he would be taking it. You and I kind of held strong. We didn't know where he was going. You know the, the, you know, the consensus was that, yeah, he's going to take this official at A&M, but no, neither he nor his family ever confirmed that to us. So we were just kind of sitting back, kind of waiting to see what how, how the pieces fell. Come to find out, he showed up at Texas OU on Saturday morning, which is a place he had actually mentioned to me a few months ago, a game that he wanted to watch. I don't know if it shut down. I think Texas A&M still has one big swing left in them. I think they're going to try one hard, one more hard push to get him on campus at least one more time before he shuts it down. But this just continues to bold well for Texas. Yeah. You know, last, last week, there was a lot of angst at Inside Texas on the members' board about him taking this official visit to A&M and people saying, well, he's trending away from Texas. And, that, and fans tend to, to go in that direction. And that's our job, you and I job, to try to bring them back to a little perspective and a little reality and a lot of patience. And I think we were able to do that. Caught up with his family yesterday. Listen, they loved it. Kobe's dad didn't wasn't able to go to the game, but it was Kobe's older brother, uh, Keith Jr., and his mom, Keisha. They loved it. They loved every part of the game. They thought it was a great game. Now Texas is trying to get him back on campus over the next few, uh, three or four weeks to to come in for another game. Um, At the end of the day, though, he continues to say this is a December decision. You and I talked a little bit about it pre-production. Wouldn't be surprised if if something happened over the next few weeks because – It was A&M as the other school, Jerry. It was Texas or Texas A&M at this stage. Unless LSU or Alabama or Oregon just blows him away in the next few weeks, it it was going to come down to Texas and Texas A&M. And again, him canceling a visit to A&M. And like you had mentioned, you don't feel like he's going to reschedule that. I think A&M has one more big swing in him. But this thing is leaning Texas since July And I think that trend is just continuing. And
0: look, if you're A&M, you were hosting Alabama. It was your biggest recruiting weekend of the season. The one you've been planning for, the one you were expecting him to be an official visitor since late in the summer. And he didn't show up. If you're A&M right now, you're like, we're not getting this guy, but we're going to give it another swing. Like you said, they may give it another swing, but they're not going to. That was not... That's a clear indicator of where they stand in this recruitment for me. I agree. Um, Look, and then Ryan Wingo, um, he was at Missouri. I saw LSU put up about 50, right? Um, Was it 49-39? It was a
1: good game.
0: Good game. Missouri's good on offense, right? They are. They're good on offense. The rest of their schedule's not very favorable. Um, But Ryan Wingo wasn't Missouri. Again, look, Miami can try. Tennessee's – Somewhere down the list, a not going to give up, right? He's a five-star prospect, but nothing's changed here. Texas versus Missouri, and I think you know that Texas will be paying him a visit come Friday.
1: Yeah. Chris Jackson, Texas wide receiver coach, something we reported a couple weeks ago is going to be in town on Friday to, to see Ryan. Um, hope, I'm, I'm hoping that he's able to play. You know, he's been out the last couple weeks dealing with a few little nagging injuries, nothing serious. And so, hoping that Ryan gets on the field, but but they're excited to see Jackson again. They, the last time was a couple week, uh, a few weeks, like three weeks back for one of the games, and 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 that family and that can it just Texas and that family can just continue to build. Yeah. They 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 have a great relationship. I think Texas is the, is it's Texas and Missouri at this point. Like you said, Miami swinging A and M's trying to get him back on board, but this is this is coming down to Texas and Missouri. If Luther Burden isn't going crazy. In 2023, I think Ryan and Texas may actually be wrapped up. But Ryan told me specifically this summer, one of the main things he's looking at is high production from the wide receiver position. And that's why he liked Tennessee so much last year, because Jalen Hyatt and that Blitnikoff year. Now he's seeing the same thing from Luther, and that is catching his He's paying attention to that. Plus, there's a lot of familiarity with Missouri. He has family. He has friends there. There's a lot of – there's proximity. There's a connection. But I think he – the big picture, there's an idea of him catching passes from Arch Manning that he's told many people sounds – you know, feels really good. Well, and here's
0: the thing, too, about – and Luther Burden's – look, great player, Luther Burden, having a really good season. He was a five-star, I think. But, look, if you're watching Texas, you've seen all three receivers go for 100 yards now.
1: And, and a tied all, in,
0: and a tied in, all, but all three receivers now at Whittington had his game, and the chances are all three goes guys are going to be gone. So I'm rolling with my RPM for for Texas on Wingo, and I'm not ready to change that. And if I do, y'all Texas fans will know it's bad,
1: um, right? And and just for you know, we've had a few people ask. I have not put in an RPM for Ryan. That is a decision I had actually kind of talked with the family, and we and and I'm just. There, I have as much confidence as you do, Jerry. But for fans that have asked, I'm going to hold on to my RPM and probably up to the end uh, out of respect to the family.
0: Uh, and then, uh, you know, we have Solomon Williams. Uh, it was an interesting one. I'm going to get the DeAndre Carter next. Solomon Williams, Texas is expected in the Tampa area late this week. And you, uh, you would think that they, uh, unless they're told that this recruitment's not going their, their way, they're going to be a uh, Carolwood day at some point late this week. Again, the Texas staff hits the road. Thursday through Saturday, Solomon Williams has been a twice in Texas, once in the last three weeks. So, um, you know, look years in the business. I haven't put in an RPM yet, but I probably, I probably will at the end of this week. Years. I just want to hear a couple more things. Years of the business say this one's going AM's directions. Unless something changes. That's two visits in three weeks and unofficial from Tampa to college station, then an official, uh, two weeks after that. So we'll see what happens with Solomon Williams. I think, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to see the Texas push here because they need to edge pass rush. Colin Simmons is dynamic and the best in the country. They need more than one guy. They need to – they've got to have multiple guys to get Three after. Three at
1: least and possibly a portal guy.
0: Yeah, they got to get multiple guys and get after the quarterback. Bottom line, and Solomon Williams is one of those players. Uh, so it'll be interesting that a tampa Carrollwood day player is a Texas versus Texas A&M battle – I think that's the first time in my life, in my in my years doing this, a kid from Tampa is a Texas versus Texas A&M recruiting battle. Unless Alabama swings late there. Uh, but boy, coming out of that Texas visit last week, I said, I was told it's going to be A&M or Texas, Alabama's third. Oregon's probably fourth. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there, um, it, it, how long this recruitment plays out. Then there's DeAndre Carter. Uh, Kyle Flood, we don't know where Sark's going to be Friday. He could either be at K.J. Lacey's game with A.J. Milwey yeah and Sarah Land. Uh, that would make sense from a quarterback recruiting standpoint. Or he could be at modern-day St. John Bosco. That makes sense as
1: well because – Jordan Davison, Brandon Baker, Marcus Harris, Sean Scott, Scott,
0: Nasir Wyatt, Bosco has, I mean, there's going to be 50 Division I players on the field in that game. Those are are the two most important high schools in Southern California in recruiting. On DeAndre Carter specifically, uh, Kyle Flood will be, he'll be out in the Houston area on Thursday, uh, Dallas area on Friday before heading out to California from what we hear. Those plans can change, though. Uh, but DeAndre Carter, the Auburn commitment. Look, there's a lot of pressure on Auburn here. The only high school offensive lineman committed in their class. That's a lot of pressure to keep a recruit. Huge. And, and what is Dufry's doing? Obviously, he's going to the portal. He's going to. He's going to, <laughs> he's going to do what FSU and move into the portal. He's going to do what <laughs> FSU and OU did, right? I mean, o, I, how many starters for OU were portal guys? Three on the offensive line Saturday. I mean, that's obviously where he's going on offensive line. Experience, experience, experience for the quicker rebuild. Uh, But that's still pressure to keep DeAndre Carter committed if you're Auburn. Uh, But, you know, Texas had some really good conversations. Things have been moving in a positive direction with Carter. We'll see what happens. Texas, I think, still has to get over the appearance that Auburn has an easier path, earlier path, not easier, earlier path to the field for DeAndre Carter versus Texas. We'll see if Texas can overcome that. If Texas gets DeAndre Carter, we'll see. Do they shut it down on the offensive line? I think we'll know in a couple of weeks where this recruitment's definitely headed. Uh, I don't rule out Texas taking a second tackle in this class, but we'll see how things go. Uh, Justin, I mean, so that, I mean, those are pretty much the top guys. We've mentioned Xavier Filsane, but I want to. Uh, we're going to mention one more here. I'm going to let you talk about Corian Gibson. Defensive back continues to be a need in this class. They offered Phil Same at safety. Terry Joseph's scheduled to be at Wardell-Max game Friday night, I believe. Um, That's going to get interesting because Florida's going to take more losses this year. And that plays into it with Phil Same and Wardell-Max. How many losses does Florida take in Napier's second year and with that 2024 schedule? That's a team that's going to have to take some – fire in recruiting from the competition. Uh, but Ordell Mack, LSU, Florida State, Texas continue to chip away there. Mack and his family continue to be uh, in communication with Terry Joseph, Steve Sarkeesian regularly. And, uh, again, Terry Joseph's scheduled to be there, I believe, Friday uh, for John Everett's game. On and Gibson, obviously just in Texas, same thing. They're staying in contact with and Gibson. Um, Clemson seems to have righted the ship there a little bit. Uh, but we'll see we'll see what happens. I was told Saturday at the Cotton Bowl by a player's parent. Oh, we're working on that guy. We're working on that guy. He didn't say they were going to get Corey Gibson just that they're working on him.
1: You know, with Corey and too understand there's been a lot of schools that pulled off of him. Yeah. And not just because he committed to Clemson. You know, he's he's dealing with an injury that has some some schools a little a little, you know, spooked. Not Texas. I asked Corey, and when I went to see him a few weeks back, you know, w- w- what has Texas done that others haven't? And he said, well, you know, honestly, they have been the most consistent, you know, communicator after I committed to Clemson. I mean, obviously they were doing it before, he said, but they never changed once I committed. They they, they stayed with me. And, I, and I, he goes, I respect that. And he goes, Terry Joseph's checking up on me constantly. You know, he checked up, up on his injury. He checked up on, on his family. That's what you do. You recruit through the whistle. That's what SART does. You identify a big board and you stick with it. You go with it. It's like the Baltimore Ravens in the NFL draft. They know exactly who they want and what they're going to do before that draft even starts. And this is Corian Gibson. I think that's – I like the offer to Xavier Sammy I think it was way late, but I digress. I think they felt really good about Corey and Gibson three or four months ago, and maybe that had something to do with it either way. Corian's listening to Texas, but until he gets on campus, I yep. like Wardell Mack, until yep. he and- – I'm not going to be surprised when we report that Gibson is taking an unofficial to Austin.
0: Hello, it is Ryan. And I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me and you know what they were doing. They were also playing Chumba Casino. coincidence. I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumbacasino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary.
1: Dw void, prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
0: Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook Games.
1: In November. I won't be surprised if that happens. But until that happens, it's still a touch and go. Stay connected, stay close. See where things go because Clemson had a rocky start. They're starting to straighten things out a little bit more. Their schedule's a little more favorable. But Corian isn't a kid. I think that's actually watching wins and losses on. No, Saturdays. no. I, Unlike I think, some other kids,
0: I think when you're injured, well, things go one of two ways. One, ooh, I better not mess around with my recruitment. I'm going to stick. Yes, I'm committed. I better not play around with this because I am injured. Two you got it. The flip side of that is two. Maybe I should stay home. And I think that's probably, Ooh, damn Jerry. You're right. That's the issue, and when you get injured, right, and when you're committed to a school far away. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, oh, do I stick with these guys? They're gonna they're stuck with me through this injury. That may be the smart thing to not play around with my recruitment. I can always jump in the portal if things don't go well. Or do, do your fa-
1: does the family say, and you know what? Maybe we better stay close to home. Miss Sylvia, don't think Miss Sylvia doesn't want her son to be happy, but yep. also. Two and a half hours from home. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: So that'll be interesting to see. All right, Justin, uh, last thing I want to get into today, and I, and I really think it's so easy for fans to go to sky is falling after you lose your rivalry game. Even though you beat Alabama and you're ranked three, okay? And the rest of the schedule, I mean, you can lose you a game. you in- six spots. <laughs> no, you can it. lose a game because you road games are tough in college football. Ask George at Missouri last year and ask Georgia at Auburn yeah. this year but you're going to be favored by more than a touchdown on every game you play the rest of the way so the sky is falling i don't subscribe to and i want to push back on that because being at the cotton bowl saturday seeing that i was 40 rows behind sitting about 40 rows behind because i wanted some shade sitting about 40 rows behind where the recruits were those kids were into the game they saw an unbelievable football game in college they will not go to a better college football game than that throughout the recruiting process and i'd be saying this if oh you had lost in texas of one and from a recruiting standpoint that's one of the rare games there was not a loser because the game of that that had a magnitude it had college game day it had the atmosphere The game was incredible. The momentum swings was like a Final Four basketball game. I've said that's the only college football game I've ever been to. That reminds me of Final Four basketball game. Where somebody where somebody walks out of that stadium feeling like their season's over, even though it's not, they feel like it is. So it feels like a Final Four game with all the momentum swings. Half the stands are you, half the stands are Oklahoma. And you just feel so let down after you lose that game. From a recruiting standpoint, though, those kids saw a show, Justin. I I don't think it hurts Texas. I think it helps both of those programs yeah. as long as they go and handle their business.
1: No, 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 no. You, you did it. And, and you know, some little insight to kind of how we operate. You know, we do a recruits react after virtually every win. Not all of them, but, but, but usually every win or big game, we do a recruits react. And as Texas was coming back in the second half, I was texting with Joe Cook, our managing editor, about you know, what we're going to do post game. And, and he said, you know, if Texas doesn't win, what direction are you going to go? And I said, buddy, I'm texting with players. Now they are loving this game. Yeah. I said, even if Texas loses, the recruits are loving. I, all I'm getting is positives yep. from Michael right. Fasusi, right. from, from, from all these guys. They they love what they're seeing. KJ Edwards, Tredarian Ball. Um, And so, it was easy to, 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 to do a recruits react after a loss because you said it. That game was great. And I'm still talking to players for the last few days, just like you. You and I both put out stuff on Saturday and Sunday. Hey, if that was a blowout, those quotes would have, wouldn't have been as nice and sweet. They'd have been a little salty. But it was a great game. Texas was 10 seconds from winning a game that they did not play very well in at a rivalry. And kids are smart. Kids are smart, by the way. They are. Listen, and kids aren't fans. No. I don't know how many times we have to say that. The fans get on that board, and like you said, the sky is falling. It's the end of the world. No, not for the kids. If they're in the moment and they're enjoying it, that's what they take away from it. The fan, the alum that went to school there for years, it's diehard. They're the ones that leave, got to have an oh, I got to get more wax cold beer. <laughs> I got to exactly. get some funnels. Forget the diet. I got to get some, some, some funnels and stuff like that because you're a fan. You're obsessed with your school. You're a fanatic. We loved you at Inside Texas for that. Kids aren't like that. Just like the big wins – don't necessarily tilt a kid one way or the other. Now, you go to Alabama and you kick butt, that made a big impression on kids. That, that, that was not the, the end-all, be-all. That, that was the game
0: that made the impression. But
1: I, I'm going to go back it's to It's only it. data points, I feel like, yeah. week yeah. to week.
0: I want to go to the conversation I had with Riley Pettish on the number 64-ranked junior in the country, linebacker McKinney. And this is the takeaway from kids. This is the most important takeaway from kids. The program's headed in the right direction. Oh, so you can lose a game because kids aren't dumb. Uh, turn it over three times, rough the punter, dropped an interception, still almost won the game. I, I, I'm telling you, a lot of those recruits that left that stadium thought Texas was the better team. They just
1: didn't win the game. How many quotes did we get from players yep. that thought that flat out said, you know what? Texas was the better team on Saturday. They just
0: didn't play the best game. But, see, they say say the the direction of the program, you beat Alabama, right? So, after 8-5, and you come back. Are you heading in the right direction? Yep, you just won at Alabama. Nick hadn't lost that bad in a long time. Kids aren't dumb. They see this stuff.
1: Blowing out the teams you're supposed to.
0: Yes. You know, you go 530 yards and lose in the Cotton Bowl, 34-30 on a last-second play. And so, look, it helps both teams for sure but recruits have a different viewpoint of that. So I I really think of the 25s and the 2026s. Texas is in a great spot with those kids. They're in a better spot than they were at the start of the season, despite a loss. But here's the key, Justin. Now you got to go handle your business. If you go drop a couple of games to average Big 12 opponents and you go 9-3, and some of those kids' opinions are going to be a little wobbly. If you go handle your business, though, Texas recruiting is – Is somewhat. It's not on a rocket ship. There's only one rocket ship right now, and that's the Nathans in recruiting. But they're as close as you can be.
1: No, no, no. You're right, and and understand too. Texas is going to finish with a top ten class. That's just we, we, you, and I both kind of bemoan that for a while. That's going to happen. But even if Texas, let's just say Dylan Gabriel throws that ball over that guy's head and it's not a touchdown, and Texas wins, I don't think the the quotes would have been much different. I don't think their viewpoint would have been any different. Michael Fasusi loves Texas, but he also loves Oklahoma. So it had that kind of effect of being in that experience. For a lot of those young guys, you know, we had some people complain, there's not a lot of 2024s at the game. <laughs> it's because the class is almost done. They have been setting a foundation with these 2025s for at least the last three or four weeks. A lot of those guys, that was the first time they'd ever seen it. Jerry, they they love that. When they get into that environment, they, listen, the first six minutes – uh, Texas OU that could not have sold recruits any stronger. That was
0: that was a wild start to a game. Um, fans were like exhausted after the first six minutes, in the I was
1: I was through a half a pack of cigarettes before <laughs> halftime.
0: <laughs> um, here's the thing too, like Texas fans, not many 2024s were there. Well, two, your newest offer was
1: there. Yeah, Kobe Blackens. Your top defensive back was the uh, off. Uh, uh, yeah, offer was there.
0: So, so two of now two of your top five six guys left on the board were there. So a third of those guys were there. And the big thing was some of your commits. You know, look, I mean, Jarrett Gibson had been the two Florida games. He was there. You know, Christian Clark comes in from Arizona. Not that he's he's on the going anywhere, but look, right.
1: those hey, guys were and, there. Colin and Balls there, twenty twenty six kid, and guess guess what he told me? I sat beside Arch Manning's family and Anthony Hill's family. Yeah. That is his biggest selling point is what he saw on the field, which he loves seeing to shard choice with Jonathan Brooks in the run game. A lot of good stuff came from Texas OU. So that loss, that, I'm glad you brought that up. But that wasn't a loss in recruiters. In if anything, it, it added to it. But like you said, they got to handle business. They got to the handle business. Your, loss,
0: your losses in recruiting this year would be at Iowa State. And Texas Tech at home. If you if something bad happened in the season, right? That's when your recruiting losses happen in 25 and 26. Those are the games you're like, right? You lost to Iowa State, dude. They they even have enough players. I mean, like what, that, did you bet did you bet against them? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like that, those are the games like if, <laughs> if Texas Tech walked into Austin and beat them again and the Red Raider Nation was on over Twitter for a month. Those are the things that because then kids will say, are you actually headed in the right direction? No, look, Do Tex- oh, kids think Texas is absolutely headed in the right direction. And this is before the NFL draft. And they're going to have eight or nine guys drafted. So And those 2025s know that
1: first game next year is in the SEC.
0: Yep. And then at Michigan. I mean, there's a lot of.
1: Oh, no, the the, the schedule next year is ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get into that
0: later. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So again, uh that recruiting is in a good place right now. Absolutely. Uh, Kobe Black with this Texas uh 24 class. The only the interesting one for me on the board right now um is Solomon Williams because Texas needs pass, edge pass rushers. AM knows Texas needs ed, edge pass rushers, and AM's gonna do everything they can to keep that from happening. Again, before we get out of here, I want to thank Our sponsor, once again, of the recruiting breakdown, that's Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders. When it comes to protecting all your stuff, wouldn't it be great to have one place that protects it all? Here's some good news. Texas Allstate agent Mark Saunders is the only insurance agent you need to help keep your tabs on protection for all your stuff. Everything from your home, car, boat, your motorcycle, your RV, your ATV. All of it. Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders has you covered. Call Texas All-State agent Mark Saunders' office today at 512-218-8571. Are you in good hands? With over 33 years' experience, you will be with University of Texas alum Mark Saunders. Give him a call, 512-218-8571. Thank you again to uh, Mark Saunders for being the new sponsor of the Recruiting Breakdown. All right, Justin. I mean, we'll um, – We'll have more later this week. It's an yeah. off week. Uh, well, come to Inside Texas. We'll keep you up to date on where the Texas coaches are on the road. Let's let's close with that. Okay. All right, here's what we know. A.J. Mill, we'll see Trey Owens this week. Thursday. get Sarah Land's game Friday. We don't know if Sark will be there with him or will he be at modern day St. John Bosco with Kyle Flood. Right. Uh, Flood will be seeing guys in Houston, Dallas, then on to California, Then on the West Coast. California. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we think Tashar Choice will see – probably go see Jarrett Gibson. He's going to IMG
1: on Thursday to him see and Bo, Him
0: and Bo Davis will go to Orlando Jones to see right. DeAndre Robinson, right? I'm sure Bo will make his way to Miami to see Demetri Nichols, the the new offer. The D-lineman committed to Auburn down at Norland. May go right. see Brandon Brown, the 2025 stud freak show at O'Galley in Melbourne, D-lineman.
1: Uh, you know, we're I hope most- they go see Jayon Simon 2025 defensive line offer that they did yeah. back in the summer. Only because we I connected with him a few days ago. Listen, he's looking at a visit in late October, early November. He's yeah. trying to schedule an unofficial. Watch his tape, Jerry. That could be special. The Texas
0: trying to get him and Brandon Brown on campus yeah. uh before recruiting really the 25
1: foundation looks good, man.
0: Yeah, yeah. And you know, you know, Terry Joseph will be at Wardell Max in his game Friday. Gideon yeah. might prop will probably be at IMG as well to see Jordan Johnson rebel. Yeah, So this staff will be uh they'll be on the road. I'm sure Blake will and then will Jeff win. Banks.
1: You know he's gotta go by Duncanville.
0: Gotta go by Duncanville. Got to. Yeah. Got to go by Duckville. You got to go look at some DFW area tight ends in that 25 yep. class. Bear you know, Tanny,
1: Jack Van Dorschler, which is a tight end. I'll be seeing. I'll see actually both tight end targets for 2025 on Wednesday on yep. my, on the road.
0: And we should mention that uh, Bo Davis and Terry Joseph were at the North Shore game last Thursday. Yes, Devin Sanchez. Look, they're also looking at Levante Johnson, the 2024 safety. Uh, that's a, you know they offered Phil Same, but they're looking at Levante Johnson, the safety. Whose dad, LeVar Johnson, played at LSU in North Shore as a running back. Levante, I think he was out that game with an injury. He should be back in two weeks, but he's a guy Texas brought up for the Kansas game, so they're giving him a real serious look as a senior. He moved from CE King, to North Shore has really good senior tape. Did they play Washington. Summer Creek? Uh, yeah, they lost. They played Summer Creek, and, and that I mean, they were there to see Chad for, Woodford well, too. Xavier Atkins, the LSU oh linebacker.
1: dude, I've heard that kid is his favorite. senior
0: tape. His senior LSU tape, LSU commit. His senior tape at linebackers off the charts, guys. He's from Jordan, Oh man, Indiana, moved in the summer. Career. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, uh, he's he's a, a dude. Agent. He plays he plays as fast as Gary Johnson. Whew. He has that type of speed on senior tape? Like he and, is, more,
1: and, and more height. Gary. When he's,
0: when, yes, when he sees it, man, he is a. Shot out of – it looks like Jalen on playing linebacker. What going downhill.
1: Playing? Yep, yep. So, Texas,
0: uh they're into those senior evaluations. Um, You know they're about to make a run at Xavier Atkins. They all started following him on Twitter after watching him Thursday. So, we'll see what happens. Recruiting's going to get fun. For Justin Wells, this is Jerry Hamilton. This has been this week's edition of the Recruiting Breakdown. We'll have more throughout the week on Inside Texas.